Hey, business building warrior, welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio. I'm your host today, Jim Cockrum. I'll be bringing on a couple great leaders from our community here in just a moment. Talking about Jonathan Bricker and Dahlia Persalescu. They have come up with a concept that's brand new. We haven't rolled it out before. And you can go check out the website at provenpod.com. POD stands for Print On Demand. That's provenpod.com. We're launching it today along with this podcast episode. It is now live. For a few days only, we're going to take a group of people through a five-day process that we're about to describe on today's episode of helping you start generating income on Amazon using print-on-demand concepts. We've really simplified it down to eliminate as much as possible the cost, the risk, the learning curve. Dahlia and Jonathan have really dialed this thing in. We've had several people kind of go through as guinea pigs with the process. They've created some exciting designs. There's a lot of momentum here. This is also going to be a great episode for those of us who are doing branded bundles. This is a great way to come up with a unique item that you can add to otherwise very popular, easily accessed items. But you added a branded item into the mix, a print-on-demand item Now you've got a bundle that no one else can compete with. So there's an element and a theme of that as well today. But for those of you who are new to our podcast, let me just encourage you. This is kind of a level two topic discussion today, meaning if you've never sold anything successfully on Amazon, or if you're just getting started, or if you're still kind of learning some of those basic models that we teach around here, or if you're not yet convinced that we're legitimate and that we really are capable of doing what we say we do around here, Well, hey, listen to 10, 20, 30 other podcast episodes, especially those episodes where we interview the successful students who have gone through our proven Amazon course training, which introduces you to a replens selling model, which means you're simply helping to fill the underfilled shelf space at Amazon profitably. That's where we start all of our new sellers. The model we're talking about today, however, is slightly more advanced. I would say until you're making five or $10,000 in sales per month, this may or may not be for you because it takes some separate skill set that you're just not quite ready to wade into yet. But the good news is, regardless, it's going to be ridiculously inexpensive, especially if you're one of our coaching students or you've got the Proven Amazon course, the discounts we have for you at provenpod.com. Well, go see for yourself. It's just a few dollars to get into this class. It's going to be going through this process. It's a pretty simple process we're going to expose you to, but we've really dialed in the steps. So enjoy hanging out today with Jonathan and Dahlia talking about our proven print-on-demand strategy that we're excited to roll out. One little announcement before I bring them on the audio with me and or onto the screen. If you don't have the Silent Sales Machine book yet, that's the book that launched this podcast. We're coming up on five and a half million downloads of this show on iTunes alone. Isn't that crazy? The vast majority of our listeners are on audio only on podcast listening apps all over the world. We're ranked in the top 10 most listened to business podcasts frequently on numerous channels across the world. Very international crowd. We love that. But this whole community started as a result of a book that I wrote. It's been updated 11 times. And each time I update it, I love to give it away free when we first launch it. I've been doing that for a long time. And we're in that window of time right now where we're giving it away for free to anyone who texts us. Okay, So if you live in Canada or the US, you can text us at this number, 507-800-0090. 
That's the phone number. Rewind it if you missed it. We'd love to get you complete, free, no obligation copy. Yes, we will then have your cell phone number. If you don't like what we send you, you can click stop at any time and we won't send you anything else. But once or twice a month, we may send you some updates on some free training events and other things. We're not spammy around here. We really want you to succeed. And we've got great resources that we're proud of. That's what we're going to send you if you stay on our SMS list. For anyone else who has trouble getting it, can't send us a text from whatever country you're in, well, hey, that's okay. Reach out to our support team and just say, hey, I heard Jim mention the free book. If the free promo is still going on, our support team will be happy to send you a link where you can download it as well that way. All right, let's jump into today's episode talking about print on demand. You will be amazed at how simple it can be to find items that you can customize. We're talking about mugs. We talk about candles, anything else, like all the promotional items that you might get if you went to like a trade show and there's all these vendor booths, you know, and they're giving away freebies, that kind of stuff. Well, you can create amazing listings with print on demand. And that's what we're going to talk about today with Dahlia and Jonathan. Let's get them on the line right now. Enjoy the episode. Jonathan, Dahlia, welcome back to the show. Good to see you, my friends. Good to be here. And I think what we're going to do is just start here, man. We just finished as we're recording this, not too long ago, a couple of weeks ago, our live event. So everyone who's got on the show after the event who was a part of it has had a few things to share and say and observations. So let's spend a little time there, Jonathan. Let's start with you. Then we'll bounce to daily. Then we'll jump into the uh, the content for the day. Yeah. Well, now we're a couple of weeks, a couple of weeks removed, so I got to sleep a little bit, which is good. Caught up on the sleep. <laughs> we were just exhausted and fulfilled at the same time. But I mean, every time we leave one of the proven conferences. It's just, it's so fulfilling. There's such good content, but also even greater than that, just the relationships are just amazing. I mean, just morning to night, you're in conversations with people or going out to dinner or just hanging out with people. And um, it really, the conference for me has become a big rock in the planning of my year. So it's like, hey, when's the date? That's when I'm going to do it. And I'm going to you know, mold everything else around that. So, and then obviously as you, you know, we've, talk before around this, but I've uh, had the, the honor of kicking off the event with doing some worship. We do a non-denominational worship service to kind of the, as a pre-event the day before. And uh, just, man, awesome musicians, first off in the community who were uh, also Amazon sellers and whatnot, but then just tons of people coming. There's just a great, um, yeah, just a great energy, great vibe, good people. And um, man, one probably one of my takeaways, the first conference I ever went to, you encouraged everybody in the first opening session you said hey if all of this stuff's recorded so if you're in a conversation with somebody and there's a session starting just blow off the con- blow off the session and stay in the conversation and um i took that to heart and so i think the best session i went to this past year when we were in columbus was an impromptu session but it, it was almost like a mastermind that just organically formed in the hallway outside of a session I was trying to make my way to. It was it was actually Delia's session. <laughs> Sorry, Delia. Uh, right outside your door, there was just a group of like six or seven, eight guys that we just started talking. And it was like some of the most in-depth ideas and just a lot of action steps coming out of that. So you can't recreate that uh, just by watching. So there, there's value in just coming live. So that's my one little thing I'll say. If you're not planning on coming next year, I encourage you to come. Oh, it's far enough away. Hopefully everyone can make plans for May yep. it's 23rd through 25th, 2024 in Orlando. Theprovenconference.com is the website. Yeah. Thanks for that, man. And I love that we start with worship. You've done that. This was your, was this your third year that you've done it now? Right. Yeah. And so next year will be the fourth. I've already got you locked in. I haven't even talked to you about it yet, but I'm just assuming man, <laughs> we're going to do it again. Yeah. And the level of talent, I got to agree with you, buddy. 
just the level of musical talent in this community is incredible. Uh, so it's a not only is it like a great way to just start the event spiritually, but you guys are talented too. It's a great way to start. So yeah, looking forward to doing that again next year, the night before the event. Well, Daly, how about over to you for a little recap? What do you think? Hey, uh, I'm always happy to talk about the conference because I have such a great time every time I show up. And honestly, nowadays, I just show up for the conversations in the hallways. I have, I mean, I know there are tons of great sessions and I uh, usually rewatch the recordings, but I go intentionally just to talk to people, no agenda other than talk to people. I got two ideas from two random people I've met for the first time in my life. Most of the people who have heard my session know that I have a printing business and I got two ideas that I can apply in the next six months that I think will be pretty profitable. So that those were simple conversations, just getting to know a person. And then, you know, the person said, hey, what do you think about this? And what do you think about that? Like the types of products we, we can print in our shop. So for me, that's worth it, right? Not even counting all the amazing stories. And uh, every night I stayed up till like 11, 30, 12, midnight in the hallway. And usually we would have these uh, great conversations. Sometimes it was business. A lot of time it was just life and just sharing and learning from each other. I think it's totally worth it. Spending the money to get there, the hotel, the food, totally worth it because this can become a pretty isolating type of business. And the first three or four years of selling online, I didn't really have a lot of friends who are doing it. I was part of communities of Amazon sellers, but I didn't really connect with a lot of the communities. I actually didn't like the people, honestly. I just felt like everyone was there just to take and not give and not help. And it was it took me a while to find this community and build friendships. Uh, and out of those friendships and out, out of those relationships, I have the partnership with Jonathan. It was a result of the community. I remember when we were sitting down last year at the conference, we were talking about uh, print-on-demand stuff. And we actually set up a partnership that turned into a business that I believe is going to be a lot more profitable next year now that we have all the pieces in place. Like it took us a while to build this on the side while we're doing our own thing. But it was a conversation right at the conference last year where we sat down and we talked details like, what do you think? Well, let's try this. Let's try that. And we did. Again, it was slower than we expected, but I think we can uh, turn this into a seven to eight figure business if we want to. It's just a matter of timing, right? Building the the building blocks. So I recommend it. That's my recommendation for anyone who's listening. Make right. it because uh, being in person is pretty life-changing. And you know, one of the themes that I just heard you say, Dalia, just kind of repeating what you just said, but there's such a culture of abundance in sharing ideas. We don't see each other as competitors. We see each other as, we say it all the time, fellow business building warriors. We're on a very similar journey and we're all going to go further faster if we do it together, which sounds kind of trite until you realize that it really is risky, dangerous. And the number of people who actually make it doing it alone is pretty, pretty small number. The people who tend to thrive are the people who do it with a group. You form relationships, you're doing Zooms, you're not just listening to podcast episodes and getting into Facebook groups, but actually really connecting and getting involved in the lives of other people uh, it just, we're built for that. And without diving too much further into that, just, I love that you guys both fully are bought in and reinforced as is, as are, I should say, the other hundred plus leaders in our community who you guys both had sessions and 
you've coached for us and you've created content and been in leadership around here. That's kind of the common theme among all of our leaders is they're not only are they successful at the stuff that we teach, but they're bought into this abundance mindset of you know teaching and leading with open hands and uh, not seeing each other as competitors. So appreciate both of you guys as being leaders who kind of help foster yeah. that culture. But to transition to where we started to talk about, now I know you've got a print-on-demand company now, which is beautiful. I think we're going to leverage that in many exciting ways in the community, Dahlia. But we've also got some content and training that we've got coming that I want to hear from you guys about. Uh, we've been working on it for quite a while. You've been testing it. You've tried it yourself. And a handful of other students have kind of gone through and played with this. And we've got something now that we're ready to present to folks. So let's dive into that a little bit. Yeah, I'll jump in and, and talk a little bit about the process. Uh, I did a presentation on uh, print-on-demand, I think, two years ago at the conference when I first initially got exposed to it and, and tested it and did six figures in, in revenue that year, then had some issues with Chinese sellers and all that. But the uh, presentation from the conference is really useful because it gives people more details. But really, the process we follow has four steps, research, design, list or upload, and advertise. Whether We started doing it both on Amazon and Etsy because we figured, well, we already have all the work done. Why not put it on Etsy and add a few thousand dollars in revenue? But our focus is Amazon. That's what we understand, both Jonathan and I. So research, there are two approaches to research. Usually, you can go follow what I call the volume play. Just go for a lot of volume, not necessarily very in-depth uh, designs or ideas, just really quick ideas. I'm trying to think. Uh, one of the ideas that has generated a lot of money for us was uh, in the retirement niche. The mug said, retired under new management, see wife for detail. Mm-hmm. That was that was very simple, right? We put it, put it uh, we created like 10 designs. One of them really took off. And we were able to make a lot of money off of that mug. Uh, And in this case, it was a mug. I don't necessarily recommend mugs because the profit margin is not super high, but we did make a lot of sales uh, with the mugs. But the research part is we go to Etsy and Amazon to see what sells. I like to research on Etsy because you have, for whatever reason, it's easier to research on Etsy. You don't need any tools. Uh, You can just look at the number of reviews for that item. So on Etsy, there are two types of reviews, reviews for the item, review, reviews for the store. I have my uh, VAs just look at reviews per item. And if an item has 10, 20 reviews, that means they probably generated at least 100 sales uh, for that specific item. Etsy is always uh, going to generate fewer sales than Amazon. So 100 sales on Etsy means a lot more on Amazon if you figure out how to rank. That's where the advertising part comes in. But the research part is simple. So any person can do it. Uh, In 30 minutes, usually uh, you can find several ideas. So research, then we get a designer, or I have designed stuff and I'm not even a designer. I just use canva.com. You can use the free version or you can pay 12 bucks a, uh, a month. I had my first design was a 2020 Survivor mug. I saw all of these people selling uh, Survivor mugs. I figured, I can do this. Like Their designs will look pretty crappy. I think I can do a better job. I'm not even a designer. My design wasn't that great, but we sold, I think, 800 to 1,000 units of that wow. mug. 2020 that, you, Survivor you used mug. Canva, you said, right? Canva. Yep, that's it. I just put in the middle, 2020 Survivor 
uh, mug, I think I said, and then I just put icons of the masks, the the stuff that happened 2020, right? Uh, right? Very simple thing. A lot of people complicate this, but when it comes to the volume play we follow initially, we just like to put a lot of designs out there because the process of researching refines the student and allows the student to become better at this process, to start understanding. Things start to click. It's similar to the replan model. I don't know how many times I've heard replant students saying, I don't understand, this doesn't work. And then two months later, it just clicks and, mm-hmm. and they find replants everywhere. everywhere it's yeah. the same idea. It's the right. same idea. Yeah. Right. So research design, then list it on the platform of choice, in our case, Amazon, and then advertise. And in our business, the way we have set up for the last few months, we uh, built a team and we focused actually a lot more on just the team building and the system building. We weren't even worried about uh, the income as long as we made money to, so everyone gets paid. But we were looking at building the team and systems and tools. Uh, so Jonathan, that's where he really helped me. And that's where the benefit of relationships comes in, right? Um, he's better at it than me. He does that in his agency. Uh, so he jumped in and took over, made it made my life so much easier. But this, the process is really simple. We go for the volume play again because it allows people to get their feet wet and just try a lot of ideas. And uh, I, I recently I heard a student say to me, you know, when we started doing this, it just didn't make sense to me. But now I see ideas everywhere. And that's what we want to accomplish through this proven uh, POD uh, uh, course uh, or material. We want people to become used to looking and seeing ideas everywhere because if you do it for a few uh for a couple weeks uh what happens is you start seeing ideas everywhere well did she leave anything out so far jonathan i'm following the process and i know you guys have been working on this for a while uh we've been talking about this for like you said daily you presented this for the first time a couple years ago at our live event had a lot of people say they're interested this year again a lot of conversation about it. We've finally gone live, provenpod.com. I probably mentioned it in the introduction as well, provenprintondemand.com. And just let me recap and see if I correctly elevator pitch the concept. We're talking about creating unique items, setting up new listings on Amazon. You're not going out and printing 5,000 units. You're testing small. You're going for volume and you're testing a bunch of ideas and putting very little investment into each of these ideas. But when you have one that works, it's easy to go deeper. It's kind of like the one of the friendliest ways to do private label that we've been exposed to. You've got your own listing finally, and no one else can sell on this listing, right? Because you're the one printing the mugs or whatever it happens to be the other medium. All right, so what are we leaving out so far, Jonathan, and, and how do I do with my description? No, I think that was, that was spot on. I think that's something that intrigued me whenever I first heard Delia talk about this, is that it's moving into that space of, of private label, of a listing where you're not one of 50 sellers. But then at that point, it is so much just a design-based business because you could make a hundred different, like if it were a coffee mug, hundred different mugs, and maybe five or six of those designs really just take off. And that's totally fine because the process of doing that isn't as hard as that or daunting as that might sound because we just, you can build that on um, in a spreadsheet upload in Amazon where you create the listings. And so if they're all mugs, everything's the same except what words on the mug or something like that, right? And you can copy and paste, copy and paste, upload them all, see which ones sell. And the ones that don't sell, we just ignore them and go to the ones that do sell. So you're not having to go spend thousands of dollars on inventory. You're just um, 
you can just print in a couple of them and just test or even just wait until one sells. And uh, Delhi has the ability, if it's a candle or a mug or something like that, to just laser print onto it and send it out. And if it never sells, then you're not out anything. Uh, now, when you say test, I should know this, but I don't because I haven't tried this strategy yet. I'm learning right alongside the listeners today with this. And I plan to have my team spend some time going through this. Because I'm one of my teams going to be going through this class with you guys, <laughs> right? But when you say test, are you actually printing a couple of bugs for each and sending them in FBA we've in done order to both. have the best chances of something Yeah, happening. so we've done both uh, approaches. We've done FBM uh, where we just list the items. If they sell, then we print and we ship. Uh, and we have done uh, the strategy where we print three to four units per design and then actually ship to FBA. Uh, both work well. When we ship stuff to FBA, we get to test quicker but in the last few months, we because we focus so much on building a team and not necessarily the POD items, we just chose to do FBM and uh, we didn't even ship a lot of items under the, the listing. Now, I will have to add a disclaimer. I have a mug printer, which you can buy for 150 bucks. You need a sublimation printer. You, you can buy for a couple hundred dollars. So if you go the route I've taken, you'll probably... Uh, spend six, seven hundred dollars on the equipment to be ready to start printing your own things. So there are like four things you kind of need less than a thousand dollars for all of these things, but then you can print on tons of materials. Sublimation works on uh, glass, ceramic, uh, wood, even t shirts if they uh, are polyester t shirts. So I went the, the, that route. I wanted to have control of the process and I wanted to have those items in hand. So I have, I always have about a hundred blank mugs in the shop. Uh, I have flat ornaments. We have about 50 to a hundred in the shop at any point. Again, you can start with 12. You can get blank sublimation mugs, 12 units from Amazon even, and you just need the, uh, the printer to print on them. That was my route. And if someone does the FBM route, they probably want to have uh, access to a printer or you can use a POD supplier. But then in that case, you have to put a handling time that's a large number, like 10 days, because you don't want to all, uh, to be late. We have offered the students who have gone through our process to print for them to remove that uh, worry about having to spend several hundred dollars on something. So we have done that for students, and we have just done FBM. When we go the FBM route, it takes longer to find the winning design. And when we go the FBA route, the tests are better. We get quicker data in w- within a few days. So it's it's better. But I've done both because I wanted to see, can we still find some winning designs if we just go the FBM route? And we were able to. There were a few items. We have these candles where we just put a, a, a label that we print on an inkjet printer at home. And uh, you can buy those white labels and print different things on each label. And I put it on the mug, uh, on sorry, on the candle. These candles, I actually bought them from Walmart and, and stores around because we ran out. The supplier we had ran out. So I just bought these candles. And when something sells, I just put a label on it that says, whatever, happy birthday or welcome to your new home. So I've done all kinds of random things like that to test because I wanted to have other pro- access to other product types. There are ways to test print-on-demand items without purchasing equipment. And I don't know if I'm, I'm going into too many details or if you want to 
uh, backtrack and 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 focus on uh, some of the things we said. Well, but know, I think yeah. I want, I, the point I want to make right now is two things. One, for those who don't know the difference between FBA, FBM, we'll clear that up in, a little bit for folks in case there's some. I assume most would know what we're talking about there, but there may be some who don't. The other is we're not talking about spending a ton of money. Now you can go get that thousand dollars worth of equipment and do it that way, or I've got to imagine there's a good handful of other creative options for someone's like, ah, I, I want to play with this. You know, what is that minimum investment required outside the cost of the course itself? Which if you're a coaching student or a proven Amazon course student, it's a ridiculous discount. We love taking care of you guys, just a few bucks and you're in this five-day challenge, right? Everyone else pays a little more than that, but it's under a hundred bucks for everybody to get into the class. Beyond that, what are the other expenses we're going to have? And from what I'm hearing you say right now, it doesn't necessarily have to be a whole lot of anything. Like I know there's a FedEx near me that'll print anything on anything for me kind of thing, like, you know, few days. Mm-hmm. Worst case scenario, even if I'm just breaking even on those first few mugs, it's like, wow, I got five orders in two days. Mm-hmm. I go lose a few bucks getting them printed. Mm-hmm. FBA mm-hmm. order a bunch from someone who has the ability to make a bunch or go get the equipment I need. I'm off to the races. And a, a sticker on a candle. I mean, come on, like this isn't rocket science. So surely your expenses aren't going to be that much. No, they aren't. And there's so many ways to do it. I mean, there are paper-based products that people can do print on demand, greeting cards. Yeah, I, I know that the profit margin is not a lot. You make a dollar to two dollars per per unit. But the idea is to test uh, cheap, quick. So a lot of people can do the print on demand model with the printer they have at home and actually print some items with the printer from home. So there are very creative ideas. Uh, We talked about the candle. You can buy any type of jewelry pieces from anywhere, uh, any store around you, right? And I actually have a piece here. So this is a jewelry box. There's a jewelry uh, piece over here. It's a heart, and it's hard to see if you're not looking at the video. But then we customize the, the card which this one says, to my unbiological sister. And then the text below says, sister by heart, not by blood. I'm so grateful for who you are to me. A trusted friend and a few more things. Uh, You are loved. So we customize this. So you can buy this item, right? Create a listing for this jewelry piece. And then you can have 100 designs if you want. And these can be easily created in Canva. It's just... That's uh, cool. We bought cardboard from the local store and then we just printed it and cut it because we, again, I had the jewelry pieces, but I didn't have the the card. Uh, So my niece who helps me with the business just went, got cardboard from Walmart, I think. We printed different things on it. So there are many ways, creative ways to do it, simple ways. But this is the thing. I, I want to underline it because a lot of people give up when it comes to this business model or this approach because it takes a while to find winning designs. So you have to put a large volume out there and they put 10 listings out there. They don't see uh, any success and then they give up. It's a longer term play. It might take two months to start seeing themselves, even though all the students that have gone through our uh, beta program have had at least one or two sales within uh, a month or two. So they did and they saw the potential, but then what they told us when we were asking for feedback, they said, well, I, I realized because we made a mistake. We did this in Q4. <laughs> so their focus was on Q4 and the replants uh, that were generating money within seven days. So that's why they put this on the back burner. 
But I want to be honest and, and upfront and let people know this is a really great model, but it takes a little bit longer to see the success. And that's why people give up on it. However, if I or anyone else does this consistently every day, every week, I don't see how we cannot be successful. You know, it's it's very simple. And again, these these uh, cards I designed in Canva myself. This was something I did. Very, very simple, right? Not hard at all. And I'm not a designer. So, yeah, and just for those uh, listening, you just you had a little standard generic jewelry box, mm-hmm. a little standard piece of cardboard with the black colored black with some print on it, and piece of jewelry, costume jewelry, you know, fairly inexpensive. And you're able to test that idea. And before we get too yeah. far away from this, I, I want to clarify FBA versus FBM. And then Jonathan, I want to hear from you anything we're leaving out. But when we're testing these ideas, we all know, and for the listener's sake, most of you know, but for those who don't know, FBA, you tend to get a lot more attention to those listings because that's inventory sitting on the shelf at Amazon. If it's merchant fulfill, that means it's like in your garage and when it sells, you're going to ship it. Amazon tends to not give merchant fulfill listings quite as much love on the algorithm. And when you're testing new ideas, we can all use as much love as we can get. So ideally you're sending in a handful of whatever it is, you know, one or two units of whatever it is that you're trying to test, ideally. But you've had success with just merchant fulfill concepts. And if one sells, it's time to scramble and make sure you can ship it on time for whatever you've committed to. But you can test dozens or more ideas very quickly is mm-hmm. what I love about this model and just and see what sticks. Uh, mm-hmm. I love it. And I'd love to hear how, how it's gone overall for you as well, Daily, just to give people a kind of a point of context. Because to my knowledge, you're doing this at a deeper level than anyone in our community. Like, Give us some examples of wins here in a moment. But Jonathan, again, man, anything from you before she does that? Yeah, I mean, uh, a couple of things. First off, as you just talked about the algorithm love, right, from the merchant fulfill versus FBA, that is part of why, like, if we just do a merchant fulfill and it gets a couple of sales, we know that's a winner because it's like it's swimming upstream. Mm-hmm. And at that point, it's clear, like, okay, let's send in cases of that to Amazon because we know that it's really because it's a design-based business. It's not about the quality of this product. It's that whatever design was on it resonated with the people who were looking for it. And if somebody, if a few people buy that, it's going to resonate and more people are going to buy that. And then, so that's, that was one point. And other is just that like, in general, if you're coming in and just learning Amazon as a whole, and you're thinking, I want to start an Amazon business, this probably isn't the best place to start because of what Delia was saying. There's a, there, there's a timeline, there's a time horizon to this. And there's a little bit of a learning curve. You're learning some new, uh, newer things and waiting slightly into a little bit more advanced stuff, not crazy advanced, but learning how to make your own listings and stuff, which you don't need to do if you're learning the replens model. So right. um, I just kind of want to say that, like, if you're just here saying like, I need to make some money and I need to learn this, I would go the replens route first. And then something you've uh, helped me out, Jim, and even I didn't listen the first few times, but to bolt down the business that you're doing. And whenever you have that automated and you have systems this could be uh, another option to consider of another business model to add on to what was already working, but, yes. uh, yeah. but, not, but not to jump to a shiny object just because somebody else is having success with it. That was my own. I did that too many times. <laughs> Thanks for that clarification. Absolutely. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're going to encourage people to be positioned properly. We'll probably have some details even on the proven pod.com page. Who is this for? If you've never sold on Amazon successfully before, this is a little too advanced. It's not rocket science, but it's still, you're setting up new listings. We don't like to see new sellers setting up new listings ever. If that's your strategy you're pursuing, you're probably going to strike out. There's just too many little things that can go wrong. But 
Dahlia, back to you. Like, hey, how is this going for you? You've been doing it a while now. Give me some examples of some some big hits that you've had. Yeah, in in terms of revenue, uh, I've made about six figures on the lower side with just with the print on demand. Uh, we actually the one account we use for testing purposes with Jonathan uh, got deactivated a, a week and a half ago, so we have to get it back up. But I'm selling through other accounts, and we had some sales through those. Uh, overall, just I haven't really focused on it, uh, but we still made uh, six figures with it. And the goal is to actually push this hard because we closed on the printing business. I have access to uh, really low pricing for promotional items and people who are listening. A lot of uh, people I talk to at a conference, we're talking about branded bundles. So this can work with brand, uh, branded bundles. Once you learn where to go uh, to find different types of items, you can put your brand on them and you can create your own branded bundles. We've had one of our students, actually, that's how she used all the content. She said, you know what? I loved what you were, guys were saying, but I just took everything you told me and I have several bundles now that are selling consistently and that's how I use the information. Uh, so people can apply the concepts uh, in different ways. And I'm starting to push it a lot harder because I have the ability to print booklets and, and greeting cards, anything paper-based I can print in Mississippi, anything that's promotional style, mugs, the candles, the jewelry pieces we print in California. And I'm trying to move everything to Mississippi within the next two or three months uh, now that uh, the systems are running well in, in that business. Uh, so it hasn't been it hasn't been my main main focus at all, and we want to push it hard and build uh, together. Let's stick a link in the show notes so people can track you down and get connected with you. And if they want to do some print on demand from someone in the community that understands it, and I love what you just said about branded bundles too, Dahlia. On you know because the example we like to give sometimes is uh, the perfect branded bundle is let's say it's a couple different brands of coffee from different coffee manufacturers, and you're allowed to sell all these coffee brands, but You've created this bundle of some of your favorite coffees, but the highest value item is what sets it apart. That's the ideal branded bundle is the highest value item could be a custom mug now with a saying on it of some kind. And now you've got a really nice branded bundle that's going to pass muster test with Amazon. They're going to be, they're going to be cool with it. No brand's going to have a problem with it. You're not mixing in some cheap, you know, something that they don't want to be associated with. And it's a tight bundle that no one else is going to be able to really easily compete with or maybe impossible especially if it's got something you've you've trademarked which is slightly more advanced branded bundle strategies but that's where some of our big winners i mean we've got people in our community doing hundreds of thousands of dollars per month on mm-hmm. single individual branded bundles like what i just described similar to that you know some unique item trademarked under their brand print on demand type of item included inside of everyday recognized branded items in some kind of gift box or monogram box of some kind. Sometimes you'll see those, but that's huge. So this is kind of wading into that territory in a very low risk way. You find that winner, you find that candle that's really on fire, right? And it's selling great. What else could I put in with this? This is a great design. You put some other things in there uh, and now you've off to the races with a great winner. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So where else do you guys want to go from here? Tell me more about this uh, five-day challenge you guys have put together and and uh, you know who's it for, or, or anything else we're leaving out as we kind of just fill people on who you know who should consider provenpod.com. Well, I'll jump in and, and make these a uh, couple of comments. I agree with with Jonathan. This is not for newbies. Uh, I wouldn't recommend it uh, for newbies. 
the idea of the five-day challenge was to allow people to jump on the call. We talk about the concept, research. This is how you research. We do it on the call. Then the students in the challenge do it for 15 to 20 minutes. So we want every day to get people to do a task. Uh, If they have the ability to be on the call, we'll have up to an hour every day for five days. By the end of the week, they should have their own product listed on Amazon and Etsy. We are going to do it under a generic brand. We won't have the ability to get the GTIN exemption during the five days, but a lot of students in our community already have GTIN exemption for their branded bundles so they can use it. However, the goal is every day we talk about a concept, then we do it together. Like everybody's on the call and they're doing it. So ideally they should be in front of a laptop or a computer and not in front of uh, on a phone because uh, we would love to get people to take action. The one thing that separates successful entrepreneurs from unsuccessful entrepreneurs is not the number of ideas, how uh, the IQ, how smart you are, none of that is whether we take action or not. And we want by the end of the five day, everyone to at least get an understanding of the concepts and, and the model. And then they can choose to really spend a lot more time, build this or not. At least it's a time well spent because now they're not going to wonder for the rest of their lives, maybe I should have done the POD or maybe, no, by the end of the five days, you should know, uh, is this something I want to do? I have a a proven map that I can follow and I can uh, achieve my goals. So they get the basics because the system is really, the model is really simple. I mean, I can complicate it for you guys if you want, but it's really simple. Research, design, list, and advertise. And we talk about each one of those steps in, in the class. Now, we didn't cover advertise a whole lot. How, how much money are you typically throwing at a design to just to kind of yeah. give it a little boost? I'm assuming you're talking mm-hmm. about pay-per-click ads and, you know, right. financing some basic keyword research, right? Like, yeah, for, like, for months, we didn't do any advertising. Uh, so we just had some mugs take, get a little bit of momentum uh, off of just the listings. But Jonathan, I'll let you jump in and, and talk about the yeah. process. Yeah, that's... Uh, because that's more what we do on in my agency with Abe Orlani, right? The coaching, he's my coach, but that is advertising for companies. So in partnering with Delia was saying, how can we apply this here? But also in a test small, very small way. So we've been testing really a few different strategies to, in the front end, minimize the amount of spend. I mean, you're talking a few dollars. I mean, coming out of the budget of a hundred bucks, maybe, or something like that total, to find the winners. Once something is a winner, yes, we'll roll out and you'll, you can learn some more uh, strategic and advanced tactics, but you're not, because it's a volume play, you don't want to set up all that stuff for every single ASIN that you're, that you're going to be listing. So it's, it's still very minimal on the front end. It's just to get it in front of some people's eyeballs and see if there's some traction. So we're talking a few dollars in advertising, not thousands of dollars in ad spend or something. Yeah. 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 So you need to have a little bit of money, but nothing I'm hearing so far is is scary. You know, you pay for the five-day challenge, again, provenpod.com. You're going to create a few designs, which means you're going to have to have something ready to ship, either on hand they already bought or be able to get it very quickly because Amazon definitely does not like you selling things that you can't actually ship. You can't let that happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, But for a few dollars then of maybe per design, just throw a you know, we like in the replens models, we teach like nickel and dime ads. Like, let's just mm-hmm. see if we can get this thing to maybe get mm-hmm. a little more action. Uh, you can set your daily spend limits, you know, some basic skills with pay-per-click mm-hmm. so that you're giving these designs a little bit of a chance. Um, yep. but none of this is rocket science. None of it's expensive, but it could lead to a beautiful income stream that, again, is 
you're selling on your own listings and the whole branded bundle angle as well. I love that tie-in today. Uh, yeah, so I think this is going to really resonate with some folks and it's going to be a great group of people who are doing this with you. Uh, describe the sessions. Are these going to be like live Zoom sessions? So you have in mind? Yes, that's, that's the goal, to be live together and uh, they get recorded so the people who cannot be live uh, can get the recording and do the work on their own. But cover the concept, 15 minutes, do it together, 5, 10 minutes. Okay, now it's your turn to do it, 15 minutes, and then come back and let's talk about it. I know Zoom allows the option of doing Hangouts. We, if I can figure out how to set that up, uh, we'll do that where people work together in groups of five to, to seven students. But really, the idea is at the end of the week, uh, people have these designs. They're ready. They're live. They don't have to advertise them because some of these designs can take off on their own. Uh, but we suggest a small budget of a few dollars because it just speeds up the uh, experimentation phase. And I tend to like to pay to get results quicker, but it's not needed. We have to use time or money to get to our goals. If I don't have the money, then I just spend more time on it and and I allow more time for the experiment to to, um, give us the results we need. So people can take the path that fits them and, and just focus on that. Fantastic. Well, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to hopefully going through this myself, but if not, someone on my team certainly will be going through this and starting to play around with some of these print-on-demand products. And, and you mentioned earlier, we kind of blew past it really quickly, but promotional items, like we, this could be anything. Like, you know, the stuff that you get handed out when you go to a, a trade show or a convention and all the advertisers there passing out their stuff, you know, the squishy balls and all of that, any of that stuff can be customized. You could turn that into your own product by putting a custom logo or saying or whatever creative. And you don't have to be a creative person to do it. You can get on Etsy and look for what's working now and adjust it just a little bit. The process seems pretty straightforward to me on, on what this is going to be about. I'm excited to roll this out. Yeah, agreed. It's it's simple, but very powerful. And I think we gave all the disclaimers we needed. Not for newbies, understand it, take, it takes a little bit longer compared to the replay model. Uh, I know a lot of people are used to seeing these listings already generating sales. I jump on it and I get a sale within a few days. So it might take a little longer, but it's a very, very cool process because you start to get control of the listings and you can build your own brand, which is an asset in itself. Uh, and that's something we're working on at the moment. Yeah, beautiful. Well, I'm, I'm so excited to have two trusted, respected, and accomplished leaders heading up the charge. The website, again, I've mentioned it several times, at provenpod, as in print on demand, provenpod.com. Get over there. All the details are on that website. And the door's only going to be open for a short period of time, then we're going to close it. And if it goes great, we may do it again at some point in the future, but we've priced it super low to make it really attractive for round one and hopefully get a great big list of excited success stories and maybe come back and do something a little different for round two. Uh, but if there's something that sounds interesting, don't wait. It's going to, the doors will close on this. We want to, like we said, do it live with as many people as possible. So we'll have some dates on the website there. It will be not starting not too long after this podcast episode drops. We will be kicking this thing off. So. Anything else from you, Jonathan, as we wrap this one up, buddy? Oh, You're all great. set, man. Well, Daly and Jonathan, great job today. Good to hang out with you guys, as always. Really appreciate the, the opportunity to work once again on a fun, creative project with you guys and keep leading with excellence. So I'll talk to the listeners today. 
who hung out with us today. Thanks for spending some time. These are, if you didn't know yet, these are just two of about a hundred amazing leaders in this community. I'm talking content creators, coaches, uh, administrators, people who really pour into this community. They have successful businesses of their own, but with a significant part of their time, their schedule, they're also pouring back into this community in some type of leadership role. So these are just two of dozens of amazing people that I get to work with all the time around here. And we're super excited to bring this latest project to you. So go check it out. Uh, If you're new to this podcast, I would encourage you go listen to 20 or 30 more episodes and look for some of those success story episodes from some of the newer folks who just joined us maybe six months ago and didn't know what they were doing. And now they've built a beautiful business. That type of episode might really resonate with you because this today was kind of like a level two type of conversation for someone who's maybe been in our community for a while. But God bless the business building warriors. Thanks again, Daly and Jonathan. You guys did great today. Good to see you. Bye. We'll have another great episode for you guys very, very soon. We'll talk to you then. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.